0: And welcome everyone to our NCAA social series. I'm Andy Katz, a special edition here. We got a championship edition in men's and women's basketball. I've got Baji from the championship Kansas Jayhawks and Bree Beal from the championship South Carolina Gamecocks. Congratulations to both of you. It has been a week, a little over a week since both of you guys uh, won your national championships. I'll start with you, Brie. What has the last seven to 10 days been like?
1: I think it's just been a surreal feeling because again, I grew up watching the women win these championships. And I think just to be on that, that stage, that platform and actually win, it took me a couple of days to actually realize it and realize what the, what it really meant, but it's just amazing. Ochai.
2: uh, Same thing. No, it took, it took me, I think longer. I think now we're back to like a normal week uh, it's, it's really setting in and, uh, that we had the parade, uh, sun, we had the parade yesterday or Sunday and, um, no, seeing everybody there, it was just kind of, it, it was, it was a really good, you know, feeling a really good moment.
0: Yeah. Let, let's deal with the parades, the celebration. Uh, what was that like for you guys, Brie? Uh, we have ours tomorrow actually. And I oh, know, okay, I'm sorry.
1: I know it's going to be, it's going to be crazy. Our fans are
0: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Ochai.
2: Oh, oh no. Ours, ours was, uh, it was fun. Um, we, we were only there for an hour, but we we went down the whole mass street and uh, there was a lot of, you know, just excited, ecstatic fans. And um, no, it was just it was just good getting that support.
0: All right. So I want to go back a little bit about uh, what this year was like playing in the NCAA tournaments uh, as compared to a year ago. Obviously, it was a crazy year for all of us. Uh, no fans. Then we get to the tournament. Very limited fans. You're both in respective bubbles, um, you know, in the NCAA tournament. Uh, you know just first off even in the regular season and I know South Carolina as example had one of the best attendances in the country uh, you know on a a game in and game out basis that you guys were drawing great obviously Rock Chalk Jayhawk has always had great fan support in Lawrence Um, so Brie I'll start with you what what was it like to be back into semi-normalcy with that kind of support during the season
1: I think our fans are a good portion of you know how we're going to play I think you know, just coming out for warm ups and they're screaming their heads off. I think that really gets us motivated, energized for this season. I know last season it was really within ourselves. We had to get ourselves motivated. We had to, you know, be prepared ourselves for each and every game. But, you know, this season, it was kind of easier having them on our side and having them, you know, throughout the whole way.
2: Yeah, last year we, we had some fans there, at least um, there was some we had, I think, a couple games where there was no fans at all. Um, like Bree was saying, I mean, you just got to bring your own energy uh, type stuff but but when you walk in there and see you know all the fans supporting you and and home or away games you see them supporting you I think it just you know brings energy to the team the coaches the whole the the whole staff
0: So Brie look there was no secret uh you know the ball was dropped a year ago on the women's side things had to get better mm-hmm. they did but you experienced it I want to hear from you what was this NCAA tournament like
1: I think for me it was like
0: growth it was just maturity it was just
1: Being able to turn the page and, you know, we have another year and we can't let that, you know, slide underneath us. So I think it was just for myself personally, just turn the page and, you know, it's a new year. We all have uh, different ways to gel together, you know, learn one another. We had a whole bunch of freshmen come in. What ways can they impact? So it was really just taking a leadership role and uh, learning to, you know, move on.
0: Well, Let me go back. I actually meant in the way the tournament was run, Bree. Oh. Uh, Obviously, it was very well publicized what happened a year ago in the bubble this was more of a normal tournament but things you know were done better so you tell me what was it like going through this year's women's tournament i think it was a lot of love
1: like we received a lot of love as far as media wise and it was just you know it was a great feeling to you know feel the love in person, feel the love face-to-face, uh, and I feel like we got a lot of media recognition, a lot of shout-outs, and, you know, our whole team, they put analytics on, you know, everybody gained, like, 50% more, followers. it was just, a, it was a great atmosphere, it was a
0: great feeling. How about the amenities, and, and the fact that, first of all, sold out 18,000 in Minnesota, but just the way you guys were treated, how did that change? I think,
1: it was a, like we knew we needed change, but when we got change, it wasn't a force like we didn't feel it was forced. It was just, you know, a natural. we were treated better. we were greeted better. You know, it was just a, a better feeling, a more natural feeling and uh, just giving us everything we
0: deserve. Ochai, obviously on the men's side, 70,000 in New Orleans. Uh, we didn't have that last year in the bubble in Indianapolis. What was it like for you?
2: Playing in that in that moment, I think I think you know the biggest thing was just staying present. Um, I'm never going to get the chance to play in front of 70,000 again. Um, None of my teammates are. I mean, mean, obviously, if they make it back again, but uh, no, it was just a a great moment. Um, You know, our fans were there. You could see our fans. You could see North Carolinas. You could see Villanova's. You could see Dukes. So it was just uh, the atmosphere was was like unlike like like un un un, another really. Uh, It was just. It was just a really,
0: really good moment. So you both played for Hall of Fame coaches. Uh, Bree, what have you taken the most from Don Staley? I think just really
1: being upfront and honest and really just being real to people. I think before I even came here, that's what she gave me. And I think ever since she, you know, remained consistent with that. And I think just... Being able to, you know, put people in a position to win, I definitely learned that from her. You know, just standing up for herself and our team is, you know, something
0: um, like I respect about her. And and Ochai, for you about Bill, self.
2: Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, like you said, Hall of Fame coach. Um, he he knows what he's talking about, so we all listen. We all trust him, so we we put our utmost trust into him. And um, you know, his his attention to detail, uh, I think is is uh. Is unherald because you know he he knows what you're talking about. Uh, you know, putting people in the right position to be successful. Uh, he knows those little details um, lead to win and winning and and wins uh, throughout the whole entire season.
0: You know, it's interesting. Both of you came into college at a little bit of a different level. Uh, Bree, you had hype behind you. Ochai, you did not, and yet you've you reached championship levels. Um, what was it like for you, Bree, to enter South Carolina with those expectations?
1: I think in the beginning, especially coming in with the class, you know, we had, it was, it was kind of, it was high because I didn't really know, you know, what to expect when I got here, but definitely, especially with like all the social media aspects and, you know, Oh, top recruiting class, like all the um, things people would say, it definitely was high. But I think once I got here, it was just like smooth sailing.
0: And for you, I mean, as we've talked about many times, supposed to red shirt, pulled off a red shirt and here years later, most outstanding player at the Final Four with a national championship?
2: Um, I, I think it's just a really good example of how things come full circle. Uh, the year before I came, they went to the Final Four and, and lost to Villanova uh, in, that first, in that first game that they were playing. Um, so, and, you know, going to my senior year and looking back on it now and us playing Villanova in that game and then getting to the championship and then winning it all, I think um, it, was, it was really for the teams that were, you know, that came before me and all the guys that, that came before me in this program.
0: Bree, March Madness now used for the men and the women, uh, which is great to see. What, what does it mean to you to see that March Madness tag with the women now equal with the men?
1: I think again, it's just it's just a good feeling to see you know our voices heard and not just you know looked at as like you know nagging in a sense. I think it's just it's just little things that build onto, to you know the big thing that we want to change, which is, you know, equality. So I think just starting there, that, that was big for us. You know, it, it just made a statement. I feel,
0: you know, both of you obviously have these great runs deep into March, into early April. Um, and now back to reality, as we both said, if you both can answer just how are you guys able to balance school and high level basketball, which I you first?
2: Well, uh I finished <laughs> I'm a senior, so I finished classes, um started the Big 12 tournament. So I was done, I was done throughout the whole entire March Madness uh through the tournament, um, which was really nice. So now it's now it's resting before I go uh work out for the draft.
1: And I think for me, since I'm a junior and I still have school and stuff, I think after the win it was kind of hard to okay, I still gotta attend class and I still gotta, you know finish my homework but you know now this week I'm kind of back into the groove of things finishing strong I think we got like a couple more weeks left but it definitely was a struggle because I'm like dang I still got to go back and you know do all the right things
0: well let let me flip around though what what would be your advice to those that are now going to come up behind you of how you balance the two especially earlier in the year Bree I think for me it was
1: a prioritizing at first, you know, in the beginning of the season, I think putting my schoolwork first and getting that out the way, it definitely caused less stress and I wouldn't be worrying about two things at once. So I definitely would say, tell people to prioritize and, you know, put school first and and then uh, basketball on the back end.
2: I would honestly say the same thing. Um, I think procrastinating is harder said than done, but uh, once you get everything out of the way and, and all you have is practice and basketball the rest of the week, um, it, it clears up a lot of stuff and, and like, like she said, just is less stressful.
0: All right, breed to be a champion. What must go right? You have to stay disciplined.
1: I think that's probably one of the biggest things for me. You have to, you know, stick to something and continue sticking with it through ups and downs.
2: Um, I think there's a lot of things, but the biggest thing is is um, knowing your team. Um, everyone, everyone having their roles, their special roles on the team, and doing their roles to the to the fullest. Um, and also just uh, doing what it took the whole entire year to, to, you know, keep you going in the, in the tournament.
0: All right, before we go here, uh, I'm going to turn it on the two of you, Bree and Ochai, you've never met here before in our little zoom session or our social series Bree, what would you want to ask Ochai about being a champion or even, you know, competing for a national championship now that he's won one at Kansas? I really want
1: to know how, like, how did you truly feel when you first stepped on the court with all those people? Like, how did that feel?
2: Uh, crazy because you look up, you look up and see like all those people sitting up there, but you like kind of can't see them. Like I said, you can really only point out like the people that are on the the main level, but those people up there, the lights are kind of shining down. It's all bright. But once you just, I mean, once you get on the court, once you start playing after that first, like four or five minutes, it's just basketball after that. Like once you get all those nerves and stuff out the way, it's just, It was just basketball. And then my question for you is uh, this kind of the same question. How did it feel when you guys were in Minnesota uh, playing in front of all those fans and like just getting all that love, especially like like what uh, Andy was saying from like last year?
1: I think um, once when we heard we were in Minnesota, I was like, who's going to come to Minnesota? But just playing and seeing the whole gym packed. You got WNBA stars there. I think it was just crazy. But then again, like while you're playing, you're really like, you know, tunnel vision, you really don't yeah. see anything, but you know, just playing wise. But I think compared to last year, it felt like it was real. Like last year, it didn't feel real. It felt like, you know, speckles of people here and there,
0: but you know, it, it was just an amazing experience. Well, congratulations to both of you champions for life. Ochoa Baji from Kansas, Brie from South Carolina. Congratulations again. Appreciate both of you joining us here on our NCAA social series. And as always, you can go to ncaa.org slash social series where all of them are archived. Thanks for watching, everyone.